The following program is a Podcast One.com production. And here it is. Yeah, yeah, Welcome to the White. best podcast in the world, Mike and Drew Show. Suck Did you hear God. yourself? Huh? Do you hear yourself? Huh? I don't hear you. Oh, for once, you can't hear me. There we go. Awesome. There we are. Awesome. Caveman coffee, dude. That's Here it is, right. man. Here it is. That's right. Describe what I'm doing. You're opening a care package that Keith Jardine, the Dean of Mean, and his good friend Tate Fletcher sent you from a Caveman Coffee of Albuquerque, oh New Mexico. God. You got yourself one of their kick-ass thermoses. Yeah, oh, the, the best. So yeah. Excited. Well, kick ass, right? Whoa, geez, you're right. Drew, damn your fellow. Too excited to sit down, even. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah. All right. So how's your day? Good. Good, man. Little How about yours? Action? Yeah, I came on uh, your TV show. That was good. Yeah, and we talked about uh, Ray Rice. What do you think? Fucking about smashing his wife's face, leveling yeah. her, and then and then the like. Oh well, you know, I got a man up to it and realized maybe I did something a little wrong there and. Anyway, I don't consider myself a failure. It's so bizarre, the matter of factness. And yeah. stuff, which I, well, look, he's a sick guy. You know, I, I mean, I guess. I, but I, he, I, it's hard. And she sort of like goes along with it. Of course, she's a sick woman. What I find interesting is they've been together since high school. Yeah, I didn't even get a chance to bring that up on the. I don't. Show. Oh, I don't mean this. that. Like, uh, I don't mean that as a pejorative. Like, she's sick. You know, she probably experienced a lot of violence in her uh, childhood. Yeah. He's sick. He probably experienced a lot of child violence in his childhood. And that's, dude, we talk to these people every single night on Loveline, the battered woman yeah. or the guy who punches women. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very unique, very rare kind of mindset. And they both have this weird ability to find each other without just, just yeah. uncanny and ability. If, if they, if uh, oftentimes even the victim, if they don't uh, get some treatment themselves, they'll find another one. Get, oh, or another yeah. victimizer will find them. However, it works. We don't really know, but that—that's the part that kills me. Is how do the victims, victimizers, know? They just know who the good victims are going to be. Well, I told you my story about, uh, you know, like growing up with a uh, alcoholic family, like growing yeah. up in in the home of alcoholics, and how they sniff each other out. Oh, alcoholic addicts! That, it's but un- you, but, unbelievable. Oh, we haven't really talked about that, have we? I had a, I think we have. I, do, I just don't know if we've talked about it on the air. Okay, I had a girlfriend, a girlfriend, and not like a you know a passing by kind of no, nothing, like a sincere real relationship. Yeah. Um, before I met my my wife Bianca. Oh uh, yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, and yeah. you know she was uh, like a real important person to me. She was not you know she was a sincere long term relationship. Yeah. And whom you treated like shit? No, I did. Oh not. no, I'm sorry. I don't think I did. I mean, I I really don't. Um. It didn't work out yeah. because I was constantly like, why doesn't she get me? Like, why does she bust my chops? Why does she feel so threatened by me doing the smallest things? And uh, about a year and a half after we broke up and then I started dating my wife and everything, we could just split over amicably. I found out that her father suddenly died. Ooh. And he was like in his 50s. You know, it was Ooh. like, whoa, like, whoa, wow. What do you mean your father died? And up, I had no idea. Up until that point, and she's like, oh, yeah, he drank himself to death. My father wow. And, oh, well, there you go. And she was raised by her stepdad. And by the way, the, the, the shit she might have been giving you might have been you're, you're sober. Oh, yeah, yeah, She had to make you screw up. She it, well, Not she, consciously. Well, she was raised by her stepdad. No, but so the fittedness is with the biological dad. Right. The fit. Right. 
And, and she's got to make I, you fit that. I never understood why she was so, so absolutely over the moon in love with me. Uh-oh. And at the same time, wanted was so threatened by me, you know? And sure enough. It was that vulnerability, too. Yep. Yeah, but... But I, I think you, at that point in your life, probably didn't understand why anybody would be into you. Period. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, I still don't. I mean, no, yeah, yeah. I've I, now come worked. A long I've way now worked that. really hard to get to the point where I understand why Bianca's into me. But I don't like. I still don't look at myself as like some fucking catch. You know, I, I still work on that self-image and stuff. Oh my god, look at this! That cocoa butter's dope, right? Oh, it's just big chunks of raw cacao. Wow. Yeah. Now what does he do? I don't know. You just lost your mic there. And what does he do with it? Uh, you melt it in your in your coffee. Look at all this. Yeah, this is the ingredients. You get liquid stevia, right? That's what that is, I guess. A little pinch of sea Celtic, salt. Celtic sea salt. A little pinch of that. Okay. Then you, a, like a teeny bit of the stevia. Okay, because it's very powerful. And then you melt a big chunk of that cocoa butter in there, and then you put your MCT oil in. And instead of the gr- the the uh, grass fed butter, you put the cocoa butter, and it makes it like a like a like a mochaccino almost. You know. But a now, this one. is 130 calories per tablespoon. The same as so, same as any fat. Same as the oil, yeah. So, but this doesn't require as much as a tablespoon, does it? Like maybe a, a half tablespoon. tablespoon would be no. Too much, right? Yeah. Because you just, just be like one of these little guys. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how much coffee you're going to drink. Well, I'm imagining you do. He, he was making it in something like this. Yeah. So for something like that thermos, which Drew yeah. is holding, which is probably about 16 ounces, I would say. Uh, I would put I would put a tablespoon for that. But for a cup of coffee, I would put like a half a teaspoon. Oh my. god. God. No, those are the best thermoses on the planet. Oh, my God. I don't know what company they license those from, but Caveman, Con- Caveman Coffee kicked us down with these thermoses that are hot, cold thermoses that keep your cold super cold and your hot super hot. And they are so, and they have like a lock on top so you can't spill on yourself. And when it's in your this. car and stuff, it doesn't fucking get all over you. How do I say thank you to him? I, well, I was going to say, like, should we call Keith Jardine? Should we text him? Right now? No, I'm I don't excited. want to call. Him. I don't want. The only reason I don't I don't want to call him now is because he's a professional athlete and it's 11:30 where he is. Yeah, so well, he's getting plenty of thanks with all this uh, free advertisement. Yeah, right now. I know. I'm just saying. Just say thanks. No, but he, I will. Thank you, Keith Jardine, and thank you, Tate. Flet. We didn't. We never had Tate on the show. He's a really interesting dude. I've never met him. I just I've heard him on other stuff, and he's like a really fascinating guy. Stuntman, MMA artist. Now, wh- why the? Uh... The skull and crossbones and the upside down flag and stuff. Uh, just their their thing is like live the pirate lifestyle. Something to do I with see. like I see. your renegade kind of renegade science By and nutrition. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. I think they sent you some other. They they sent you their white gold, oh. the other coffee, the black the black diamond, I believe it's called. And then they sent you some of the uh, the pirate life stuff. Oh my God! What's this? That's the black diamond coffee. Oh. Yeah, that's the shiznit. This? That's the shiznit. How about you thank the uh, listeners for listening by not talking about this anymore? Oh, good. it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. You have a podcast. I know. Yeah, you I should do it sometime. Never um, talk about I just, I just can't so get boring. over that I can get that excited about coffee. Well, and I can't get over that you can get that excited about coffee, like, w- like that I just essentially got you into a couple months ago. Well, what do you mean? It's, it's gonna. Bur- I'm, I assume this isn't going to last for a long time, this, this level of no, enthusiasm. I, know. I, just, I just can't believe, like... Me like like me the knucklehead got you, Doctor Drew, so pumped on something at this point in your life. Like I can't believe I introduced you to something that, that gets you this excited. 
That's not ecstasy? No, no, no. I mean, not heroin? Like, if I would have thought, like, (laughs) Dr. Drew gets excited about something at this stage in his life, I would have thought it would have been, like, a Harvard professor that gets excited. Oh, I get excited about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get excited about that stuff, too. I got you into something. No, but this is, listen, you don't, once again, as usual, you're you're selling yourself short. Your your study and your understanding of nutrition and, and, uh, Exercise is is a high level, and so you yes. you've got you're very attuned to interesting things. I'm interested in interesting things, and uh, I, you know this the the coffee movement and guys that are into that uh, caveman, yeah, and our friends at uh, Bulletproof, Bulletproof yeah. Exec too. I mean that coffee is great too. Yeah, I mean I'm very excited. I I I'll be I'll be completely honest. Uh, as excited as I am about this, I think I think it's like his coffee better. Like this guy's caveman coffee better. Yeah, but I like their MCT oil better. Okay. Hey, dude. why would that be? I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I mean, I don't know the scientific. I don't know how they extrude the although I got MCT say, oil I from like of, palm I, oil and, and coconuts. I don't know how they it do. should be the same. I mean the 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 no because uh, that'd be like saying all that's olive like oil saying aspirin is the same no that's I mean, like saying all olive oil should be the same it's all from all yeah, it's I mean, taste that's issues of taste this is issue of sort of the efficacy of dietary management and you know appetite suppression hmm. and mood yeah. and the and and to be fair uh, Asprey Asprey mm-hmm. Dave Asprey Dave Asprey he he markets that his MCT oil more as a neuroactive substance yes he does. Well, you have been taking his brain octane, which yeah. is like it's not just his plain MCT oil. He does yeah. something to it I to know. supposedly make it more active in the brain. I'd like to know what that. I don't yeah. get the, but I can tell the difference. So um, anyway, and it was in New England over the weekend. Yeah, big good times. And uh, how's your son? Good. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, it was a nice time. And, I uh, sent you a text uh, regarding your other son. I saw all the whole exchange. And uh, you said you actually spit up laughing when I sent it to you. Well, a video. Which, which, a video of my daughter. Oh, that was funny. Son, yes, yes, that was a couple of days ago. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was hysterical. Basically, uh, your infant daughter was being taunted by you about my son. Yeah. And my son was being taunted by you using through, your infant through daughter. Through my infant daughter. Yeah, it's good. It was a classy act. I think I need to fuck Miley Cyrus. Really? I just don't understand why everybody hates on her. Like, I really... Like, she should be humped. I find her very attractive, but I like uh, I like fucked up chicks, you know. So maybe that's me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Kendall Jenner's really pretty too, but yeah. she's a little young for me to be woo, woo, swooning. Well, Miley's her. probably like two years older, right? Yeah, but Miley seems like she's a forty-five <laughs> years old. Like, look at that, Drew. Let's see. Oh my! What the hell's going on? It's a naked woman. You know, by what? What? Uh, what's the dealio? I don't know. She's kooky. I do think Miley Cyrus is kooky. I don't want to talk about Ray Rice. I, you know, I just don't. I Why? Just, because there's nothing else to say. In one day, for those of you who are listening to this later on, you know, the the, the second Ray Rice tape was just released today. Oh, you mean the one but prior to the one that was uh, publicly being discussed before? The, the one that led to the, 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 the original the video was, was just him dragging her out of the. Yeah, I'm talking about the punching video. For those of you who are listening to this, perhaps months from now, it was it's today, September the eighth, when it was released. TMZ Sports got their hands on it. Yes. It was not released. TMZ Sports got their hand on it. Released the public, yeah. But but they got it and yeah. released it to the public. You know what I mean? They they figured out where it was or something. I, I don't I don't think that was intended. To be My point being is like it was just today that like the media got a hold of it yeah. that we got the chance to see it, and I've already talked about it ad nauseum. Too much. And it, there's just 
What what do you say? It's like talking about 9-11. I mean, it's like, where do you go? To, to see the degree, I guess you've seen him on the on the field, but he, he seems like such a mild-mannered guy when he talks. He, he does I, seem I'm like really a really so, happy dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm so surprised the level of violence that he that he laid well, into her with. it wasn't really like a high level of violence. It was just no, a it quick was, punch. It was sudden and f- like it, for and, and he was like, after he punched her, it wasn't like he punched her and yelled her. He's like, bonk, good night. Just knocked her out. Yeah, but then she you know kind, like, kind of how sloppily. Of, how matter-of-factly he just knocked her the fuck out. Like, that's what actually... It's more disturbing. It wasn't like his brain was taken over with rage. He just like was like, okay, well, I've had enough of this conversation. Good night. But it was pretty intense. It was pretty <laughs> violent. And and then just kind of slopping her out the door was sort of... And dropping her on yeah, her face. I yeah, I mean... It's, like I said, what is there to talk about? I mean, it's just he's fucking crazy. What I will say, and I don't know if enough people are saying this. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why not a lot of people are saying this. But uh, I think people are fucking naive to think that he's played his last game as an NFL football player. Like everybody's like, well, he's lost his job. Yeah, with the Ravens. No, he only got. He's a twenty. He's a twenty-seven. No, the Ravens cut him. They cut him. They cut him. Uh, He's a twenty-seven-year-old Pro Bowl Pro Bowl caliber running back with a, a, a Super Bowl ring. He's without a doubt going to play again. A, a team is Some, going to pretend like him. it's a very tough decision yeah. and be salivating for, with a chance to get him behind their fucking yeah. behind the line taking snaps. Why doesn't the legal system do something to him? I don't understand. He's that. a really good football player. No, come on. I'm dead serious, dude. How? What else could it be? A good lawyer, really paid a lot of money and paid. I did something. You know, one thing I've learned over and over again: the people that can spend a lot of money get better. Chris legal. Brown went to jail at least for a little bit. Yeah, but that should have been more than just a little bit. That should have been attempted murder. Dude, you know what I mean? I think when a guy who's 230 pounds of pure muscle punches someone full swing bare knuckle, a woman especially, yeah. that's attempted murder. That's another thing. We, I was like, this is the only upside to this is that it gives people a re, like really dumb people. Because I talk to really dumb people when it comes to physical activity mm. all the time. Yeah. The people who are like making arguments about who's tougher, football players or hockey players. Mm. I go... You can't. It's just a dumb argument. Where they go, well, I say hockey players because all football players do is stand up and push each other. And I was like, do you have any idea the force behind an NFL uh, lineman? So and when violent. they pull and when yeah. they go across, when a guard pulls and sweeps across and runs full speed into someone, and what one fucking bear paw swipe of their hand could do to your yeah. head? Like, just stop it, stupid yeah. people. Yeah. When I talk to stupid people, what I notice is that Hollywood has created a lot of people, this crazy dissociative sense that people can get punched in the face full swing. Yes. And that they're like, oh, what are you doing there, yes, cowboy? Right. Or, or, you just punched me. Or you're unconscious and you get up and go, oh, let me oh. that up. Yeah, no, no, no. When a pro athlete like that just fucking levels you in the face, it smashes your skull. Well, it you, smashes and, your and brain. What, what should have happened to that woman? I don't know what happened after you dragged out of the elevator, but she did, they should have been a paramedic. Ambulance. To the hospital, yeah, right. right to, to check out possible brain damage. That, that is brain damage. Yeah. It lights out like that is brain damage. Yeah. That's brain damage. So, so how severe the brain damage is. And and, <sighs> and 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 my mind is fucking blown. And I'm not saying that every – like it's a terrible argument to say like people don't understand because they never had it done to them. Because I don't expect – nor do I want everyone to get in fistfights. But do you know what it's like to have someone who even has a rudimentary idea of how to throw a punch or someone who's really athletic and strong rear back and clock you in the face bare knuckle – it's it should be considered attempted murder a lot well, more than it but, is. But it, it, it at least manslaughter. But attempted murder. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Attempted murder right. suggests a mindset. You know, like an intentionality. Yeah. And uh, 
the Chris Brown, there were seemed to be some attention. Yeah, there. and your guy flipped flipped out. Yeah, so but that's why that's why he only did. But know. Ray Rice can knock a professional athlete down with, by running into them. Oh yeah, and he took a, a unmitigated zero blocking. She didn't duck. He just cold cocked her right in the fucking head, full swing. Yeah. And um, good, and, thing, good thing we don't want to talk about this. Well, and, I mean, <laughs> they, they, I, I went on a tangent, but I will say this: like that's why I get so mad sometimes. With how, and I understand you're, 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 it's a narrative. You're telling a story. Yeah. Um, so people, like, they get upset at certain movies. They're like, well, that violence was jarring and, and unnecessary. And I was like, no, it's for once a movie was, like, kind of realistic in what yeah. happens in fistfights. Like, it's not at all like John Wayne movies where a guy, where they trade punches, the one guy gets up and dusts himself off. And it's like, you won this one, partner. Yeah. No, when guys get in brawls it's it's horrific it's brutal and violent and it's not no one should be doing that kind of shit you yeah, know yeah. and like this were that it's, it's odd that i bring up uh uh rutgers because that's where ray rice went but that this guy this this huge uh football fucking uh kick-ass uh prospect that they uh, that transferred over to rutgers this year um he was a quarterback he transferred to rutgers he was gonna play he got kicked off the team because he kicked the guy in the face Full swing, um, just kicked a guy in a bar fight, and a guy was already down, and he ran up and fucking booted him in the face. Because you see that shit in like like in movies where guys are like gathered, like the Sopranos were gathering. No, what ended up happening is the guy got rushed to the hospital and he's in fucking traction, and it, you know you, he might be paralyzed. Yeah, you don't kick people like the human skull and brain and spine. Yeah, it, you don't understand. Yeah. you know I mean maybe okay. Give a clinical backing on what happens when someone gets knocked unconscious. Well, it depends. I mean, it can be various things. You can hit the brain stem or you can get a counter-coup injury. Right. Or whatever it is, it hits the reticular activating system, and that's, that's a massive injury. When someone gets and knocked I, unconscious from a punch, for instance, it, into the face, yeah. it's like the, the you know guys in fighting in boxing and MMA, they call it getting – you know, someone got hit on the button yeah. where it just it goes lights out. Yeah. It's because a, a certain button right underneath where, like your, your temple, like right below the temple – it jars the jaw in a certain way that it just shuts your fucking brain off. Yeah. Like you're, it hits on the right spot. Your neuromuscular chemistry just says no. Your body turns off like a fucking robot. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Like no, it, it, none of it is good. And it, you know, the, it turns off because it's damaged. And you know, you damage diffuse areas in the brain, and that's, uh, you know, that's how you get dementia later. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what we worry about. If if that had been, you know, if that if she had been a football player. She would not potentially never play football again. Or yeah, listen, that's a very good point to make. If she was a football player and Ray Rice knocked her out when they had helmets on, yeah. he would be taken out for the rest of the game, and yeah. they would have doctors looking at him and putting eye, lights in his eyeballs to make sure he's okay. You know, but, she, but you don't see somebody out for that length of time on a football field. That's really knocked out. Yeah, that's that's might be a well, contusion. Might you, be bleeding I have, but it's it's once in a blue moon you see yeah. a guy knocked out like that. But you do see people get knocked out. I mean. That's why I get so angry when guys are like, dude, that was a pussy punch that guy, you know, fill-in-the-blank fighter got knocked out by. I was like, no. no. If, no. You, if it is precision, it gets right on a certain part of your body, on certain parts of your face and head and skull especially. You're, you're, you have, it's, not, it's not a matter of toughness. Your body shuts Remember off. Remember that guy that uh, was probably about four or five years, maybe longer. It was, I think it was a college football game. He went into the end zone. His helmet flew off, and he hit his head, and he had this, like, tonic seizure. Yeah. He sat up. Yeah, and they was, all get in starch having and a fighting seizure, where, they, where yeah. your body, like, Frankenstein. Yeah. Ugh. That's a seizure. All right. Well, I'm done talking about that. All right. Uh, 
<sighs> I want like who would be the worst person to live with that we work with? I mean Anderson, Anderson, Ann, Rune, Larper, any of, our, any of our yeah, Larping. Let's just use her as our because she's the only one of our phone screeners that we really know. Yeah, let's do all that when we come back from break. Okay. All right. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Yeah, Film Vault. What do people have to look forward to the Film Vault coming up in the next couple weeks? We're going to do our uh, much-anticipated, much-lauded summer recap. We we tell you top five films of the summer. The ones that you have to see. If you've missed them, you got to go back and find them. Yep. And some that uh, maybe you've seen, you got to see again. And then also, after that, comes my favorite time of the year. We're going to do top five fall preview. Yeah, it's going to be great. The fall winter preview. The movies you cannot miss. And the summer recap. All in the film vault. Welcome back to the Dr. Drew and Mike show. LARPer, Rune, and Anderson. Mm. If you, like, if you're a, some, like, ISIS member came and forced (laughs) you to either be beheaded or live with one of these people forever. (laughs) Forever. Who would be the worst? The worst? Yeah. Of those three? No, four. Anne. Anne would be the worst? No, no. Anne's also in the group? Yeah. Okay, Anne, so it's four. Anne, Anderson, Larper, Rune. So tough. Dudes are always worse. What? Uh, to really? Live with? Not really. Unless they're super handy. Or then just, then no, or they just completely keep to themselves. Which is like I'd be the nah. best. I'd be the fucking best roommate ever because I just go to my room. I don't talk. I don't drink. I don't party. I go to sleep as soon as I get home. All I want to do is watch History Channel. We'd find a way to come to blows somehow. Somehow, you'd make it so. Whatever. Maybe that's me. But like fucking Larper want to talk all the time. Oh, that's true. You know, yeah. and like you'd come home from a long day at work, and you imagine she's in the kitchen. She'd be like, "You want to live happened." But I'm pretty good at tuning stuff out. Mm-hmm. Do I want to? What would the conversation be about? You want to know what happened? <laughs> I saw a man cooking a a a marrow bone in the streets. I saw. Oh, speaking of the streets, describe to people what you took a picture of today. A naked bitch with floppy tits. What was she doing? She was a crazy person, Doctor Drew. She just threw off all her clothes. Well, there was a naked person walking the streets of Venice, and I was like, "Hey, look, it's a butt naked woman," and like. I've seen plenty of naked people in my life, so it wasn't like, wow. It was just the fact that, you know, it's a couple million people live in this town, and she's just walking the streets butt-ass naked, not a <laughs> stitch of clothing. And I'm in, like, a uh, coffee shop type place, and I go, and it's, like, floor-to-ceiling windows. So I'm like, woo! Like, I'm, like, motioning, and she just comes straight towards me and starts flicking me off. Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker! <laughs> so it's, like, I read out my phone and snapped a picture of her flicking me off. 
She seemed to be like like I couldn't tell that she had her her fingers up. I, I thought she was sort of banging on the window or something. She was they're doing some of that shit too. Did the did the coffee shop people freak out? No, dude. It's Venice. Yeah. Exactly. What? I mean I'm I'm sure they weren't happy, but oh my Can God. I see this picture? Yeah. It's insane. I'm gonna come in there and look at this. All right. I threw it away along with everything else you've sent me today. <laughs> I, I like regularly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I ruined you today, by the way. How? I destroyed you. Why? That guy's leg. That's well, worse I didn't than any you... asshole thing that you can no. say. No. Yeah, yeah. Anderson. There was a man. Why do you do this to yourself? With yeah, a leg who has maggots, like hundreds of maggots all over his rotten leg that's like attached to him. It's, oh, it's, it's sad to see. But Anderson, like, he's say, trying to say it's worse than anything I could send him with poo and. He doesn't uh, know, right? Oh, you've not. No, do not do not challenge him. As I direct. didn't. I didn't send you anything bad, so you can't say you rocked me because I didn't even I try to combat you. Let me see her again when you're done. Let's see. She's not. Normal. She's not semi-normal. <laughs> well, I guess she's probably more normal than people would assume listening to this podcast. But the fact that her face looks young, she's probably you know she's, she's pretty she's, haggard. Yeah, um. I I uh I don't think people unless you live like in the East Village. That's so pathetic. I don't think you can understand what it's like to live in a haven of insane people, yeah. like I live in in a, a haven. As Corolla always said, good for homeless, bad on taxpayers. Yeah, <laughs> I live in may, like maybe Berkeley, right? Could could rival Venice? Yeah, maybe like some parts of New York City. Like, go oh, is that the West Village? Isn't that the where the real crazies tend to? Because like now this, the Bowery's right? hip, you know. So there's but no none like, of that is anything like that. Yeah, Venice is pretty much unrivaled. I think where uh, I agree where you get like because Berkeley is just hippies and like crazy drug addicts and there, maybe Berkeley parts of it probably. But get like but this. you don't have like gangbangers too like Venice. <laughs> Venice is strange in that cholos, crips, uh, like bikers, all and criminals, insane welcome, insane people, insane fucking streetwalkers. Are all welcome. Just please come live on the streets of our town. But if you're a taxpayer, yeah. watch out. But if you're Mike and Bianca who have a nice home and We're pay taxes, F you. yeah. Uh, and it's crazy, but it's worth it because it's exciting. Yeah. I don't know if I want my daughter to grow up there, but. Where, where are you guys going to go? You got to move. Yeah. Where are you going? I don't know. You got some time to figure that out. Go inland? Em- inland? No, fuck that. San inland Gabriel? Empire. No, I mean San Gabriel Valley. No, we're probably going like more of a, just more of a clean, cleaner beach town. Like I said, like more mal- – if, you know, assuming <laughs> careers go well. Yeah. You know? uh, but we also talked about – like I told you, we talked about Topanga Canyon. You're like, what? It doesn't make sense to me. That's big meth. It was always. I haven't been there a long time. Topanga Canyon? What? Are you thinking of Tahunga? Maybe I'm thinking of yeah. Tahunga. Topanga Canyon's up by Malibu. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds all right. But, but all that way up there, man, that's a long way away for everything. Yeah, but I don't like people. I have, I'll no, have a, I forget the I'll have a farm and I'll be by the beach. That's the fucking shiznit. Yeah, I get that, but but it'll take you an hour and a half to get anywhere. Yeah, but maybe I won't have to go anywhere. Oh, please. That's oh. ideal. I uh I feel like way too much of a premium is put on tits <laughs> and way too little premium is put on ass. Uh okay. Living at the you brought up the beach or I brought up the beach, I guess. I live at the beach and I go so often that I get that perspective, and like <laughs> get that perspective. There's a ton of chicks with huge tits. There's a ton of ch- chicks with great tits that of all sizes. It's really rare that you see a girl in a bikini with like a fucking knocking dime piece ass. I see them, 
But I'm saying, like, that's special. That takes some effort, dietary kind of fucking discipline. It's just jeans, too, to be fair. It is, but it also... A lot of it's So's that. titties. Yeah. But, they, like, great tits are all over. And you can and you can just make them. Like, <laughs> it's really special when a girl has a beautiful ass. Uh, uh-huh. just made, I want to put, like, barbecue sauce on and lick it up. <laughs> all right, so I was in New England, and um, well, I had I had a crazy, a, a, a crazy night... Thursday night. So I, di- I didn't do this show Thursday night. I took an overnight to New York City. Sure. Uh, flew next to Caddy Griffin. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. What? You just flying all over the place. Well. Because I ended up doing the show with Jess Kristen from Ask Women. Last night. Yeah. I know. Sorry about that. Well, it's not your fault because, I mean, we were supposed to have both women. I know. But, but like, how about just not either but, of them? But let me just, uh, let me just tell you what, what the, the travel I did. So, so I flew overnight, got up, did... Dr. Oz in the morning. Yeah, how was that? Uh, took a shower in his bathroom. Like, what? Literally using the soap dispenser at the sink to did shower you, myself. Did you have gay sex? No, no. Oh, okay. I, no, not his personal bathroom. Oh, the, the, I thought the you went like, back bathroom. to his house and met, massaged your bottle. No, 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 no. And then uh, did that. Then had had like an hour to get to LaGuardia, take another plane to Boston. Gave a talk at Northeastern University. Took some pictures with them. Damn. Got a rental car. Drove to me to see my son in Western Massachusetts. Spent the weekend there. And it felt like it, felt like it was gone for a week. It's crazy. No, you, but you put it in that work. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's weird when you extend a day like that. Yeah. When you have a day that's basically 36 hours or, or 48 hours, it 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 extends everything. Your time gets all warped out. Can I talk about something a little more serious? Yeah. It's not crazy serious, so don't get scared. I came to the conclusion um, I love Joan Rivers more than any other person on the planet that I don't know. There's got to be others. No, out of people that I don't personally know. No, who's a celebrity that you admire. No, no, no. Not even just a celebrity I admire. Because I admire people, I think, more. I think there's, you know, people that I, I admire. I mean, I admire Teddy Roosevelt. Right, right, I, right. Um, but, I mean, I think I truly cared for Joan Rivers more than any person ever than that I didn't know. Because hmm. I obviously care for people a lot more than Joan Rivers. My yeah, wife, yeah. my child, my yeah, parents. Of course, you know, of course. Yeah, you, yeah. Any of you guys in this room. Yeah. But I don't. I know you. I've had a personal. No, yeah. I never had a personal relationship with Joan Rivers, and I cared about her so much. Hmm. I cared. I, what about Howard Stern. It was such a. Per, well, I mean, I, I, like I said, I admire Howard so much. He, he's been a huge um, influence on me getting into radio and wanting to be good at radio. You and don't things. care about it. But much. I don't have a per, the, the, the type of strange, unexplainable, caring connection that I had with Joan Rivers hmm. uh, was so. You think you're only seeing that now that she's gone? Yes. Think, oh yeah. I always knew I loved her. I always knew I she was like one of my big celebrity idols. Mm. Um, but I didn't know how touched I would have been by her until um, she passed away. I yeah. mean, just hearing people recount her life, you know, now that she's passed in this last week, um, I, I've been I've been tearing up and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. I didn't I've never had that experience. Yeah. I was very hurt. By uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman because I was such an admirer of his work. Yeah, Robin, I, Robin Williams. I, I I hear nothing but great things about so him, much. but he yeah. just wasn't that guy to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know that everyone that knew him hmm. and every he talked about how, what a philanthropist he was, yeah, yeah. What, how much he gave to veterans, and how much work he did like uh, for USO type organizations. But well, you know what it was, Joan. You felt like you knew, like you had just, a real connection to her. Man, it was just like it's such a. Did you hear what cool, Howard said today about her? Yeah. But yeah, the aunt that could make everything okay. Yeah, it was like, and also, like I don't think people. I think a lot of younger gener younger people now, you know, in their twenties and below, they just see her as this crazy old lady that was on Fashion Police, and I don't think they really know about like 
about my daughter's about, writing papers about her. Right. I mean, how important she is to women. Yeah. How important she is to comedians overall. Yeah. How important she is to people in show business. What she stands for when when the bit the machine of show business fucks you over yeah. and to just not give up and fight on. Yeah. And to stand up for what you believe in. and to also, um, as a parent. Like the what she was to Melissa after her husband committed suicide. Her husband, who by the way committed suicide because he felt always so guilty about what he, the role he played in getting her fucked over in, in show business. I mean, this woman's been through a lot, and mm-hmm. she never once let you know that she was hurting. She always just carried on like a real soldier. And when I met her, I got to say there was a piece of her, like she could, like identify good character and mm-hmm. she was very formal in a lot of ways and much more sensitive than you might ever imagine right well listen you can't give off that you can't be that hard a worker without mm-hmm. being having a soft spot mm-hmm. but i just i mean honestly when i heard about like melissa bringing in when they found out they were going to take her officially off life support they brought in her stylist yeah. and decked her out yeah. and everything i was like this is so special you know anyway uh, R.I.P. Joan Rivers, we loved you. Uh, the world's a better place because of you. And thank you to everybody who listened, and thank you to you, the listeners. I love you, and we'll make love someday. Assalamu alaikum. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever. That's right. Every day, TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, though some features not available, not available. in all states. Not blah, available blah, blah, blah. in all states. That's right, yeah. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealer networks. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. That's a pretty, That's good, a pretty good average, That's man. That's a damn good average. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Then, third, you just simply print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, every day, true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit truecar.com today. That is truecar.com.